It's Sunday. You know what that means. So this month on the Richie Moon Show, we're focusing on divine couples. And today, I have the pleasure to be with two people that I have learned, grown with over the last month of my life. But it seems it seems so much longer because the way that time is moving, it seems like time is just you know a day is really a a, a week. But I am lucky to be in the presence of my esteemed guests, Steph, Jay. Um, I'm so happy and privileged to call them friends. They are amazing, and I've had the chance to sit back and observe them as a couple. And I really got, actually, you guys don't even know this, but when we first met, when I first met you, when we all went out to uh, Bayside, I got the inspiration to like do that, like to move forward when I was like sitting there talking to you two. Nice. So nice. You know, see how things come around full Bye. circle, you know what I'm saying? You see how things come around full circle. Peace, love, and light to everybody out there that's watching. Um, this is Steph, this is Jay. Um, both of them have a lot of titles, and I do not want to stumble or trip over any of them. So I'm going to allow them to introduce themselves and tell them all the services that they provide for the world. Uh, Goddesses first, Stephalie. Well, hello everyone. My name is Stephalie. I am an entrepreneur. I am the co-founder of Mindful Smokers. I'm glad to be back on your show. Hey, two times yes. And I write. You're right. Mm-hmm. Hey fam, my name is Jay. Uh, let's see, I've walked a lot of different paths in my life, but now I would say writer, sort of a spiritual mentor, mm-hmm. um, yeah, just a, I don't want to say a jack of all trades, but I'm in the occult space. He's a jack of all trades. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this guy, he's great. He's great. He's being modest. He's, 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 he's really great. Uh, um, I, I say I'm, I'm surrounded by the Dora Milaje. For those of you who don't know what the Dora Milaje is, that is a Black Panther's security force. So I have a lot of goddesses and a few good men, and I'm proud to call him definitely one of those few good men. But with all that being said, um, please take me back. Let's, 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 let's go way back, way back, way back. Let's go back. So can you please tell me from your respective perspectives uh, how you met? Um, actually, you got to, we're going to actually go with Jay first. So Jay, can you tell me how you and Stephanie first met? Oh, wow. Uh, okay, okay. Um, you know, Steph and I, in terms of time, we haven't been together that long, but it's felt like forever. Mm -hmm. We actually met in the jungles of Peru. How's that for a first date? (laughs) On our our way to do ayahuasca. And at the time, I was not looking for a relationship. It was the last thing on my mind, so... To have her show up in that space was really um, challenged my mind mentally, mm-hmm. and yeah, it was cool. I, I felt like once we met, we'd known each other for a very long time. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So, um, I just want to just reiterate: they met. Their first meeting was in the jungles of Peru, yes. doing ayahuasca. Doing ayahuasca. Just, that's just a beautiful. St- I mean, I know it's. I, I mean. How do you even talk? What do you What do you do? What do you do after that? You know what I'm saying? What I, would, do it, do I right? wouldn't recommend it because <laughs> there was a lot going on. You know, first of all, just 
people aren't familiar with ayahuasca, it's a plant medicine you take for sort of spiritual awakening and peek behind the curtain. Mm. So there was a lot for me, and I'm just going to speak for myself, going on internally as I was working through some issues that, mm -hmm. and traumas that I needed to heal. Mm. So mm. having Steph or being in a romantic situation was the furthest thing from my mind. Right, but right. she was there really as like as a friend as a confidant as I spent most of my time talking with her and okay. you know I spoke to a lot of the group but I, I think we spent a lot of one-on-one -on -one time okay so take me back so you, you, you're on this trip for ayahuasca you're on there obviously for your own personal healing you're there you're 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 focused on what you want to do Locked and in. then you see this beautiful woman there <laughs> What what's your first what's your first thoughts like like what's your first thoughts because yeah. you're there you're strictly focused for doing what you came there to do and yeah. then you see her take me back to that moment. Uh, well, that moment was in the hotel before we left. They came to pick us all up, mm. and I'm excited. I'm ready to go. It's game time for me. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking around at the lobby of this hotel and noticing sort of the people that are going to come on the trip. And mm -hmm. then I see this beautiful girl, shaved head. Oh, gone, he's full robe. Okay, okay. Completely shaved head, and I was, I was looking at her like, no, 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 you're not coming with us. Did you have a shaved head at the time? My head was shaved. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay. I had a little shaved head bond going She's on over there. <laughs> all cute, looking all cute with her shaved head and a backpack as big as she was. And I was like, no, 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 no. I'm not. There's no, this is just for my healing. I'm not here to be distracted by anything. So right, right. She's definitely not coming with us. Okay, okay, okay. I know I probably said that because, you know, obviously she's attractive. Right. Like, I was already attracted to her. But I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to confuse my situation. I didn't right. want to, I was there for a very specific so, purpose. Yeah, so, so, and I just want to, so, just so we're clear, in a hotel um, on the way to the jungle. Yeah, this is, we picked us up in the hotel, we uh -huh. jump in a van for two hours, we jump on a boat for two hours after that, right, and cool. we're deep in the Amazon. Alright, cool. So, Miss Stephalee, at this point, you're coming to Peru. Um, tell us your reasons for coming. I don't want to assume. Please, tell 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 us what was your reasoning for, for going. So, I went to Peru for like a spiritual reset. I heard that ayahuasca can help me with detoxing my mind, body, and spirit. And I was in a phase of my journey where I really felt like I needed to start over. Hence why I shaved my head as a form of rebirth. And um, <laughs> when I showed up, mm -hmm. um, yeah, exactly what he was saying. I wasn't there for anything but my own personal healing. So mm -hmm. I didn't think about meeting anyone or like, I was kind of like bothered by having someone handsome coming with us. It's like, I'm not here for that. Like, <laughs> he's not coming. <laughs> I thought the same. Right. Um, so take, so, so please take me to the moment. Um, the same thing, you know, you're, you're there, you're getting ready. You're mentally preparing yourself to, for this experience. And you know, you're sitting in a hotel room and not a hotel room in the hotel lobby. And then you see him. What are your What are your first thoughts? My first thought was he's not coming. <laughs> then I was like, Gosh, he looks. He was very beautiful. I had a few weeks in Peru already, so um, 
it's been a while that I've seen like a melanated individual or a tall person. Everybody was very indigenous looking. So mm. that like lit me up like, oh, somebody relatable. Right, right, <laughs> right, 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 Okay, okay. Um, so, you know, first date questions are kind of out the window at this point. I mean, you're in the, you're in the jungle, you know, about to do ayahuasca. Um, what was the first interaction between you two like? Oof. Well, okay. Yeah, I was, we all got in this little van mm -hmm. and Steph takes like prime time real estate in the van. Like the <laughs> perfect spot with all the space. Come there, spread out. All, yeah. Excuse my fan, excuse my fan. All six, six of me is like stuffed in the middle seat in the back. And I'm looking mm -hmm. at her, I'm like, mm, must be nice. Right, because like it's not like you were it's not like you were like significantly shorter. Right. So you're still all of like six feet thirteen. <laughs> so. so that was that was kind of my first, but I was watching from afar. Mm -hmm. um, and then it wasn't until we got on the boat we ended up being sitting right next to each other. Mm. And she starts pulling out oracle cards and readings and all this stuff. And I I just interrupt like in the middle, I'm like, hey, can I pull a card? And she's starting to shuffle her deck again, and I felt a little bit bad mm, that mm. I, I disturbed her. But uh, I pulled the Black Panther card. Did you feel, before you talk about your card, because that seemed like a really interesting card, did you feel, like, compelled to just go over there? Because, like, you know, at this point, y'all have been around each other. Well, like, we had just, we had probably, like, two hours we met because of the the, the um the van ride was like two hours yeah. and we were in the boat for like 10 minutes side mm. by side mm. yeah. maybe 10 minutes i'm i'm a naturally curious person right right, right. i want to know who's around me right and i was i was excited by this trip and mm. i was excited mm. that this was our group so i was already sort of activating into like a very social kind of space but sure. still with a focus on like this is about me right right makes sense so, yeah, I pulled that card and she read it to me and it was fire. It was black, it was, so you pulled the Black Panther card? Black Panther. It okay. was literally everything that it said was exactly what I felt like I was going into. Steph, do you remember what the Black Panther card said? No clue. I, <laughs> I just know that I was like, ooh, a guy wants me to pull a card for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was dope. But that was it. That was, it was very little interaction mm -hmm. from that point. We just sort of had the ride after right. that and then jumped right into it when we got there. All right, so there's a lot of things that obviously happened in between this. Um, you know, time and place for everything. So tell me, jump to the part of the story as we tick, 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 move forward. There is, I mean, there's obviously immediate attraction as soon as you see each other. But there, there has to be a point where maybe you don't necessarily and you don't have to verbalize it, but there is like a body movement. There is a maybe a slight touch. Maybe there is a a look of lingering. Maybe just a little bit longer than I was before. Yeah. Take me to that moment when when when, when that happened. Before well, that moment, I'll speak for myself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, it was the first time that we were talking. Mm -hmm. um, so after the ayahuasca ceremony, it ends like at around eleven or midnight. Him and I stayed up the whole night talking, and we weren't facing one another. We were like in hammocks, yeah. mm. totally like not facing one another, or like kind of like a few feet apart. And he asked me, "Would I date myself?" Oh yeah. 
And my immediate answer was yes, of course. Mm. And then the energy that lingered after that question, and then we both got up and was like, okay, well, let's go. So I was just like, that, huh, that was a very interesting um, experience. Right, we'll have to. Yeah. <laughs> that was like after the whole night of talking. That was literally the last question and how we kind of parted ways because people started waking up. We talked all night, and she told me a lot. I mean, you have ayahuasca flowing through your veins. You're connected to all these people. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't you don't have that feeling that you need to hide or guard yourself mm -hmm. as much. So there's a lot of sharing that you're doing, and she, Steph was sharing all of it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I remember kind of going through this mental process, like, oh, okay, that's okay. But then there was like sort of this old version of me. Mm. pre-ayahuasca version that was like oh, hell no like are you kidding me like mm. the the path that she's had to walk in life is so different than my own mm -hmm. that i didn't see how we would be able to connect mm. and so it was kind of like this is a cool person but i'm not going to take this too seriously i'm in the jungles of peru on a plant medicine so like just let's not let's not make any like big decisions here Right. So I, on ayahuasca. On ayahuasca. So I definitely went into like just get to know somebody, right. like friends mode. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Friends, um, but there was that moment that you to answer your question for me, and it was when we did combo. It's a frog poison. Mm. Can you explain to the family out there that's watching what combo is? Yeah, combo is combo. 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 Okay. It's a it's a frog that's indigenous uh, in the jungles of Peru. Mm. And it lives way up in the trees and it walks around the jungle like it owns the jungle. Mm -hmm. Because anything that tries to swallow it, it secretes this poison and you immediately regurgitate. So the shamans of Peru found this frog mm. at a point in time when there was a big, uh, there was like disease all over the country. And they knew they needed to find this frog to heal the country. And so they still use it today. And they basically burn your skin, just the top layer, mm -hmm. and they mix up this poison, kind of spit on the stick that's soaked in the poison, and they put it, and it goes directly into your bloodstream. Wow. And within 20 seconds, this huge rush, and you're vomiting, like, hard for 10, 15 minutes. Your face swells up, like, you purge all kinds of bile and everything from your system. Wow. So it's a very, it's a pretty aggressive thing to watch. Steph had already done it previously, so she was she wasn't gonna do it. Ooh. But I was there for everything, so I'm watching watch. person by person throw up just constantly. And in that moment, I'm getting myself ready, and you know I felt this sort of athlete come back to me a lot during uh, during my experience because there was yeah you, know, you really had to work with your your strength and energy to go through some of these. Mm -hmm emotional, physical situations. Mm -hmm. So I was sort of doing that and zoned out and Steph was across and she came into my field of view and I locked in on her mm. just and like everything in me just felt like you're mine and I'm yours. Not in an ownership kind of way, mm -hmm. just in a we, we can't leave each other. Like we're bonded. Mm. And I, mm. I just looked into her and mm. it felt like that all that emotion, all that communication was coming out of me. And she just got stuck. Like, 
just frozen in my like stare. Right, right, right. And we caught each other for, I don't know, it was a split second. And then she just got super uncomfortable. Exactly. <laughs> I noticed it. I was just like, I'm not going to look away, but whoa, I've never seen this look before. I got to go. And I just wow. moved. You know this look, Richie. Like, like when you feet. see something that you just like, <laughs> oh, and it hits you, and you have that look, tell me. Everyone has had this. <laughs> right? It was that look uh, on a thousand. I'll just, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Another time, another <laughs> conversation. But wow, that's mm. that was a moment for me. Yeah, that's a that's like a very powerful moment. And there is so much to unpack from that. But we are going to actually fast forward in the story. Because you know, ladies and gentlemen, kings and queens, gods and goddesses, there's a time and place for everything, and there will be a time and place for you to listen to that story, fully unpacked, all the details, all the crossing the T's dot the eyes but so take me to the end of the trip uh yeah. you've gotten the ayahuasca you had that moment and you're at the end of this journey to that end of this personal journey you made this unintentional connection but you know the forces to be is to them was very intentional mm-hmm. you're at the end of this journey and you know one would think that you're going to part ways with us yeah so uh, take us to that spot. What what what, ha- what happens at the end of the journey when, when it's time for everybody to part ways? <laughs> Man, that was a plan. That was a plan. Part ways. <laughs> uh, I don't know. We we for me, sort of everything was upside down. Mm. Uh, I'm in Peru, but I'm confused why everyone's speaking Spanish. For some reason, I thought everyone should be speaking English. So like <laughs> everything is sort of upside down. But one thing is. When we got to the airport together, she was supposed to go to LA and I was going back to DC. Mm, and to yeah, there was something messed up with her. With Delta her um, had canceled my flight and their office hours didn't start till 11 p.m. It's like 12 p.m. And we're Ooh. in Peru just getting out of the jungle, like Ooh. integrating was the weirdest thing. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. Can, can, can we talk about that part of it? So um, I, yeah. I want to definitely um, like emphasize that part of it. So. Yeah, you, how long were y'all in the jungle for total? Probably eight, nine, ten days. The retreat was like ten days, yeah. eleven days. Ten days, five ceremonies. Um, so it was a good amount of time. It was enough time that when we were going to leave, I was like, N- but no, like, I live here. Like, I don't want to leave. I don't want to yeah. go back. Um, it was that amount of time and that amount of you know, just healing and conversation that had happened, connecting with eight other strangers. No Wi-Fi. No Wi-Fi, nothing. Just in the jungle. She's back here, you know, cutting and cooking with the family that was taking care of us. So, like, we were we were integrating into the life out there. Yeah. I know I was. Jungle life. So, getting back into the city mm-hmm. was a lot. It was so overwhelming, and like, I think that was a big part of us feeling so close. Was like, it overwhelming to your to your senses? So like, all your senses, because, you mind, know, body, and spirit. Like, right, that's a big transition from being yeah. in the jungle for, for ten days, no Wi-Fi. You know, you're not eating the same food. You're not exposed to the same uh, light, um, the same sounds. There's sounds. a lot of a lot of things are going on in in your head. Can you describe to me your your mental state? Coming, like making a transition by like coming sure. back into into the airport yeah well 
it's speed, it's energy. There's just yeah. so much energy around you and you can feel it like, I don't know, it's just whizzing around at a speed that you can't quite keep up with. Mm -hmm. So not that you can't function or anything, but it just feels like you're almost in a dream state. Mm -hmm. Going around in a yeah. dream state. That's mm -hmm. kind of what it feels like. Very dreamy. Yeah, very dreamy. So we were bumping into people from our retreat and having these like kind of dreamy encounters and then we'd all Slow -mo. go a different way. Mm -hmm. And it got to the point where something is going on with your flight. Mm -hmm. It didn't make sense to me. I get on my phone, I buy her a ticket to DC on the spot. Mm -hmm. And we get on the same plane and we're literally next to each other on the plane. Flew back to DC. No thought put to it, no, it just didn't make sense for her to leave disconnect so I was like oh you have to come with me and I I don't think I really asked I just kind of did because it made sense yeah how did you feel when he told when he when he presented I was just like is going where are we going <laughs> but then it just it didn't I just didn't even think of going against it it was just like that's where I'm going it just felt mm -hmm. right like mm -hmm. staying in matter of fact staying in the airport and separating was gave me anxiety mm, so it's like wow. oh we're staying together it's just like okay and it was still a ride like we were experiencing very interesting sounds like on our way the whole way to dc mm. it didn't stop till we landed in dc yeah it i say so that I had, weird. we did five ceremonies but i had a, a sixth and seventh ceremony one which was on the plane back to dc where i'm listening to music i'm on the aisle seat and it just starts surging up in me and the music is making my body just dance and go wild i'm doing but i'm trying to contain myself and i didn't want to look across the aisle because i knew this guy was looking at me <laughs> and i couldn't stop my body from moving as i'm listening to this music and i can feel this energy surging up i have like this handful of energy i look over at steph i'm like you need some energy <laughs> and then it stopped just like that Wow, wow, interesting. That is, ooh. So, from the jungles of Peru, seeing each other in a hotel lobby, having this experience together, this, you know, very unique experience, being in the jungle of Peru, ayahuasca, having this very spiritual, mental connection with each other, um, the thought of leaving gives both of you anxiety. You just move with the flow. Yeah. At the airport, it's time for them for you to split, and then you decide to go to DC. There is so much to ask. What happens after that? Yeah. But we are going to move forward with the story, yeah. and we're going to fast forward. And I say all that to say, we seen you know I asked you for your titles and everything to see where we're at now. So you know, um, you can't appreciate where you're at now unless you sure. know where you came from. Sure. But um, so let's let's fast forward more to to, to the present. Um, your first meeting experience is definitely, it's so different from anybody else's. So I would think the foundation of that would make your relationship and your experience with each other different um, from your past relationship. Just just from that the first initial meeting, you sure. know, the bar has been set so high. Um, how has this relationship differed from um, your other? Um, one of the first things is like the level of our communication. Like, 
you. We we're just so comfortable with expressing ourselves authentically mm-hmm. without I don't know without limit. And um, I know in past relationships, I had to like sugarcoat or like dance around things because of the energy they would radiate when I would express my truth. Almost like people would. Like, they weren't comfortable with my truth, so it would make me uncomfortable. Um, and trust, the level of, yeah, definitely the level of trust um, differs a lot. I, I agree 100%. I would say that was the biggest thing. And being in Peru, like, obviously we spoke a lot. But you, you keyed in on reintegration, integrating the information, which to me is the most important in the process someone's going to do ayahuasca and have these experiences in these unknown realms and you bring back all this information and it's like well then what how do I apply it to my life and so for me I, I was always keyed in on applying whatever came out of my experiences to my life so that I can see changes in this physical realm and the openness and honesty that came just naturally through ayahuasca I made sure that I was going to use those things into my life and Steph was a huge part of my life being in a relationship you know we were talking every day all day almost you know go to work but when I came back like we would just talk and talk and talk mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that was something that I I didn't have in some of my other relationships and mostly because I didn't feel comfortable expressing myself in that way mm-hmm. so um, I, I don't you know I've been with a lot of just wonderful people Steph built a level of trust where I could really, really express. I was really thinking and feeling. And from there, like so many beautiful things have grown that I couldn't even anticipate it. And I would say that that, that is the biggest difference between being with Steph and my relationships. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. So, you know, that, I, I always kind of, just gonna always circle back to this because it's just such a unique starting point and i feel like where you start at kind of that's an ongoing story for anybody's relationship how you started kind of kind of sets the basis it could change but it usually sets the basis but after those passions of embers the honeymoon phase has has come and gone even after such a unique experience you know the honeymoon phase comes and goes sure um what is that? Uh, what is that? That not that moment. What is that? What is that charge? That. Uh, yeah. What is what is that that thing that still keeps your machine like together? What is what is uh, is there like a certain charge? Is like a certain synergy? Sure. Sure. What do you think? I think it all going back to communication mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. sometimes we're not ready to speak on certain things mm-hmm. but once we're ready we go all in like mm-hmm. even the most uncomfortable things <laughs> like she's getting uncomfortable yeah. <laughs> I felt like you're uncomfortable when you said that even the most uncomfortable things the level of communication and um, you know the space oh my gosh the space to be ourselves I would say for me is uh, courage. It really boils down to courage. I I feel like you've always been a very honest person. Um, 
but the courage that you display to to sort of unveil some of these things gives me like the blueprint of how it's done. And so now it's a lot easier for me to do those things, even though it's uncomfortable. Mm. You just show up with a bunch of courage, knowing that I've picked a, a spiritually aligned person mm -hmm. and then we're in a strong relationship. And no matter what I say, even if it's half-baked, mm -hmm. it's still going to be considered instead of judged. Um, I'm glad I asked that question, but the question that I was actually trying to ask, I was attempting to ask is, um, even though you had such a unique meeting experience, what was that, was there a moment after, um, when you guys came back together, um, I don't want to expose too much of the story. No, um, no, there's, there's a time where we split. Yeah, there was a time where they split after this experience, and then you came back together. Uh, when you've seen each other again. Can you describe that moment? Was there a moment, when did you know, like, okay, that's my person? Because even though you went through this unique experience, you two split for two years. Yeah. And, you know, spoke here and there, spoke a handful of times in between that time. Yeah. They didn't see each other. Uh, so when you reconnected, when was that moment that you were just like, all right, yeah, that's my person? <laughs> or did it happen there? Maybe it didn't happen For there. me, is when I saw you the first time. When you came bouncing down your steps at your house, I was like, Oh, this is definitely a person. Now, I hadn't seen stuff in two years, over two years. I lived overseas in Colombia mm -hmm. for a year. So I had all these experiences going on. But you know, I think it's important to to say why we split. Mm. You know, we went to Peru. We're dealing with whatever our lives were. Mm -hmm. There was trauma that we were healing from. We come back. All of a sudden, we're linked up. We're in a situation. Girlfriend, boy, like completely... You know, I, I went with this mindset, like, go heal yourself, take care of your whatever. This isn't about girls and romance and any of that. And I come back with, like, a full-blown, right. like, relationship. Right. Girlfriend, like, we went to living together. Right. So. Immediately. Zero to 100. Yeah. Right. I recognized that there was space that was going to be needed individually for myself. And I think through a lot of your stories that you were telling as well, that we needed time to go we needed to go do the things that we were told to reintegrate that information so it was it was hard to break up but as hard as it was I've never had a breakup where I've been more honest and felt more comfortable at the end of it and that's that's a testament to you she she's like yes I understand this sucks I'm sad I'm out of here and she took off Mm. Mm. And I was like, wow, okay. Mm. So what about you, Steph? What was that moment that you were just like, you seen him and was just like, all right. I was in I denial was. the whole time, for a long time. <laughs> I know when I saw him, my heart was just like, hey. <laughs> 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 Acting like it don't matter. You know, we're going to have great conversations. Everybody would be like, how are you going to see your ex-boyfriend? And you're not thinking about what could that bring. And I'm like, we're, we're great friends. I mean, we're going to have some healing chats. And that's where I left it with everybody. And then mm. once he's here, I'm like, mm -hmm. well, As soon as I saw her, I was like, I don't. She's going to have to tell me to back off. I don't care what's going on in her life. If she's got a boy, whatever. Like, I'm here. And I'm going to state what I want. But at the same time, I realized that it had been two years. We talked maybe two or three times in two years. So I needed to like 
relearn who Steph was. Mm-hmm. Like, who would she become? Mm-hmm. So there was kind of this push-pull where I was like, I, I want to be in the friend zone, if you will, just to learn, like, who you are. But don't put me in the friend zone. I'm going to let you know, like, I'm not. I'm not a friend. Right. Yeah, right. I friends, can be a friend. But I'm not going to be in a friend zone. Right? <laughs> right. I like that. I'm a friend, but I'm not going to be in a friend zone. It's a great one for all the gentlemen out there. I'll be listening to this a little bit later. And for the ladies out there, okay? I am a friend, but I'm not in a friend zone. All right? <laughs> a little sprinkle and a twinkle. And we literally picked up right after there. I mean, mm. I'm there. Traveling across the southern half of the U.S. Mm-hmm. and a hiking camp across the southern half of the U.S. Mm-hmm. North Carolina is my second stop. North Carolina, if you know, you know. On my way to Miami, and I'm sitting there, and the first conversation, she's telling me, "I'm moving to Miami. I've been planning this for a year. Like this is happening. I'm ready to go." And I'm recognizing <laughs> we're aligned again. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, okay, we're supposed to go to Miami together. Mm. What, three, four days later, we're in the car driving to Miami. Wow. We're in Miami. And here we are now. Wow. How about that? (laughs) That's beautiful. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. So, both of you uh, touched on some really good things communicating, um, being open, honest, you know, splitting apart, but feeling secure. And splitting apart, realizing that both of you needed to do your individual healing to become better individuals. So when this energies come back for reunion, you'll be at the right place. I think that's wonderful. Um, I think both of you have wonderful advice to give to couples out there that maybe have not achieved that. Maybe they don't know to achieve that because some people they don't know. If you don't know, then you know you don't know. So do you have any advice for any couples? Or any individuals out there that might be listening to this, um, how to, well, you know what? No, I'm going to specifically speak to the couples. Um, any advice for the couples out there that uh, may be struggling with their communication, how to open that door a little bit more because, um, you know, it shouldn't be a hard door to open. It should be very, you know, easy. Uh, can you give them, people, the family out there, any advice on how to make that an easier transaction? Yeah, it's... I mean, we say it should be easy, but it's it's actually really difficult. Um, and I think a lot of that comes from our individual experiences and the trauma and healing that we need to do as an individual. So, in my in my journey, and I'm Steph, I'll put some words in your mouth. In your two-year journey apart for us, it was very much focused on us, the individual. And I always say, especially two people that come together and they're in a couple. You are still an individual. You don't own the other person. They don't own you. So there's still a responsibility to uh, develop yourself as you keep evolving higher and higher. Because the higher and the more that you evolve, the more that you give to your relationship and the more it gives back to you. So we don't lose that fact that we're still on individual journeys even though we're linked up together. Having our individual experiences There are things that happen in our lives that affect Steph in a very different way than it affects me, Mm. right? And recognizing that that's true and that there's always this pursuit of getting ready. I say it like this, like every day I wake up, I want to be like the best version for for Steph. I wake up with that renewed spirit. Mm. You see me when I woke up this morning singing and dancing and just like 
bringing my full spirit. Um, and I'm so glad that you said that. Um, that is really what I was, that was what I was getting at when I asked y'all earlier, was that spark that still like holds this together. And that was kind of the answer. Yeah, that's the answer I was kind of looking for, really. That's what I was, that's what I was uh, fishing for. So that's beautiful. That's, um, you have that renewed spark to be the best version of yourself for every day. And the last point is, there's a trust that comes with that. Steph and I, when we separated, we didn't know if we were going to come back together. But we knew that we needed to do and integrate this information to become the best version of ourselves so that we're ready that if we come back together, that it will work out well because we've been putting in all that work. Yes. And that's exactly what happened. But that takes a lot of faith. It takes a lot of courage to strike down these roads without having some sort of guarantee down the road. Oh. Would you, would you agree? I agree. And I also, like, if I could give an advice to any couple on opening up communication, it would be, and it goes along with what you were saying, like, you know, show up for yourself, and that requires for you to be honest with yourself. If you're not honest with yourself about what you want, what you feel, what you don't want, then you can't express that and can't show up with that. So being honest with yourself and knowing exactly what you want and what you don't want plays a big part of that communication because like, it could only go to, I mean, it could go many ways, but either you bottle it up and it gets worse or you just lay it all out and you grow closer. Like, oh, that water hot. That's beautiful. That's so beautiful. That's so beautiful. What's the uh, what's the most most fun? I want to say the graphic words. Sheesh. What's the most exciting date that you two have been on together? Ooh. Well, it doesn't have to be, okay, well, let me, let me preference this, especially from observing you two. It doesn't have to necessarily, like, be going out, but, um, since you've been in this, in this space, in this lovely home of yours, has there been, like, one particular night that's just been, like, whoa, remember that one night? We, honestly, we have this a lot, and it's hard to even pick, um, I don't, that's a beautiful we we have date nights and we've had great times we've been working you know different events and i think wherever we go like we're bringing like a true expression of ourselves i like to you know have fun and leave people with a smile on their face like you know i love like interacting in that way right so when i'm out like i'm bringing a lot of that energy and a lot of that is going towards stuff just being mm -hmm. playful so that's sort of what we what i always bring and it, 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 it's an energy that's sort of contagious. We have a lot of people that come towards us and say, you know, compliment us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's, I think that's the best for me. Wherever we go. Yeah. <laughs> we're together. That's oh my gosh. Oh. Wherever we go. I mean, we're giggling in the, you know, waking up in the morning, just <laughs> being silly. That's beautiful. That's so beautiful. I really do. Uh, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Um, I'm pretty sure the family that's out there listening is going to appreciate that as well. I hope so, um, fam. 
So for my gentlemen out, well, for, for my kings and my queens out there, um, well, actually, you know what? I want to take a second. Etymology is important. What is etymology? Etymology is where words come from. So the word king comes with a lot of responsibility. I don't want to necessarily put that on somebody that's not ready for that. So all my gods and goddesses out there, all my men, all my ladies out there, I would highly recommend, especially my guys out there, get a book called Man Hail Thyself by Supernova Slam. And the ladies can get um, Woman Hail Thyself from Queen of Fool. You know, that's his mommy. Um, but I say all that to say, this book has really helped me on my journey, spiritual journey, becoming a better man, um, be preparing myself for when I do one day get into a relationships, ship, maybe, you know. Um, teach their own. Teach their own. Yeah. Um, to how to show up and be the best version of myself. And there are some questions that they have in here that they ask that are really, some of them are broad, but some of them are so specific but I think uh, they're important for couples just to, you know, just to, just to have your take on it. So, any of you can answer this question. Um, what does love mean to you? Ooh. Ooh. That's a great question for you. Mm. Oh, I think you what should take love? this one. Yeah. Baby, don't hurt me. You put me on my little soapbox here if I go too far. I think this is a question for you. Uh-oh. Hold on. Hold on. He answered it. He talks about this. What does love? Yeah, to you. Yeah, I, um, this one's tough because I can answer it in so many different ways, but it's a lot of paths to the same goal, the same objective. Okay. And I'm trying to like really pinpoint what that is. There's, there's a freedom of expression. Mm -hmm. There's literally like showing up as myself. Mm -hmm. um, for me, I, I, I like the truth, even if it's hard to hear. I, truth or I like the truth so that I'm not interacting with something that's false or some uh, masked version of, of what's real and there's a lot of love for me in people that can do that for me even if they're delivering something that I don't necessarily want to hear so you know what is that what do you, how do you pinpoint that mm. um, love to me is one of those it's it's the strongest force in the universe in my opinion, it can take you to dizzying heights through the heavens and pull you all the way to the lowest lows. But I think in that whole spectrum of emotion, you find that you you really care about something. Like you care so much that it could cause so much joy and so much pain at the same time. And I think, I don't think, when you when you have that emotion in you, definitely know that you're in something, you're, you're with something, you're in it, you're in love, you're with love. And this is a feeling that I, once I understood that a little bit, I applied it to all my ships, all my relationships. That's not exclusive to a romantic relationship. It's for family, it's for friends, it's for anybody that you want in your life. And for me, the more that I've done that, and talk about love in this way and infuse all of my relationships with that kind of love, that kind of energy, mm. I get the same in return. Mm. So that there is so much love around me. Even having you, Richie, like, everyone that Steph has brought in my life is just amazing. I think you all are amazing people. But I gotta take a little bit of the credit. 
because I set up my universe so that those things happen. Those things can enter my space and I can accept them. Mm-hmm. And really enjoy them and give back to them. Mm-hmm. And then you can do the same back for me. Mm-hmm. And it just becomes a self-fulfilling thing. Right. That's possible. Indeed, indeed. I'm going to stop it. I'm going to stop it. Mustafali, <laughs> What is love, baby? I'm gonna stick to podcasting and vlogging, <laughs> wrestling. That's an What is love to me? Love is. It really is. Love is everything. Um, everything I like that. Just you can, that's it right there. <laughs> right, 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 right. I mean, um, it's an aura. It's an energy. It's, it's a color. It's a taste. It's a feeling it's a in your body. It. It's a mm-hmm. bursting. It's a I care. It's a like I'm. It's all yeah. It's all of those things. Yeah. Like, and I just look forward for a world that we can express love in all relationships. Mm. Not just romantic and mm. family, because mm. um, a lot of people are uncomfortable with, um, you know, friendship dynamics and how they express love. Mm. Um, yeah, love is. We learn. We learn. Yeah, Relearn. love is authenticity, acceptance, forgiveness, compassion. Love is everything. It's mm. like that child. Like you're born in a child, and you haven't learned how this world operates. You're, you're so full of love. That's why people love children so much. Right. Like, they just are the embodiment of it. They don't know any different. Right. They're already right. downloaded right. with the wow. code straight mm. from the source. Right, right. It's right. all this right. learning right. that we do. Don't touch that stove. Strangers are dangerous. Right. You know, all this stuff that starts getting in the way mm. of our expression of that love. Mm. And then we may have experiences. Maybe we're young or young adults where it doesn't quite go the way that we like mm-hmm. and it hurts us a little bit and it causes us to sort of clam up um, and maybe that was necessary for that point in time mm-hmm. but then you get older with all these experiences and get wiser and you can look back at these moments but they're still affecting us and controlling us right. instead of reframing it and saying okay well that happened when I was young because of this and I didn't quite understand because I wasn't socially, mentally, physically developed enough to understand so for me, I'm I'm going back to a lot of these moments and ayahuasca is a big help in this. To see these moments, unpack them, look at the truth, like it for what it is from my perspective, my eyes now, and all the help, all the experiences from the people around me to reframe this and be like, okay, well at that time I needed to react like that. But I know I'm no longer a child. I don't need to protect myself in this way. So now that I'm an adult and I can handle I have of truth, of love, now I'm going to open myself and express myself. Mm. But that was a process as of peeling away the layers right. to get right to that core. So, what do you expect from yourself as a life partner? Anything else, I would just be lying. You wouldn't get up. Right. Really, actually. 
hey, listen, some, you know, less is more sometimes, so we don't, you know. <laughs> um, These are great questions. What do you ultimately want when it comes to matters of love and romance? What do you ultimately want when it comes to matters of love and romance? Freedom. For me, it's, it's easy, freedom. And it goes back to the freedom of expression. For a long time, I thought that meant like physical freedom. Mm-hmm. I gotta go off and take my trips and do my own, you know, wild stuff in the jungle, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've so learned. What happens when you do wild stuff in the jungle? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but time, I've recognized that freedom is more emotional than anything. Mm-hmm. Freedom to express. You know, there's times where I can come up with wild stuff. And I'm like, I don't know where this is coming from. Mm-hmm. But to be able to say, here it is, and someone says, okay, but are you curious what about this, what about that, and help me sort of digest it, mm-hmm. that to me is the ultimate freedom. Mm-hmm. Stuff? I would say freedom as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so important. I think it's like the, the foundation of so many things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. I think uh, it's very... Not just it is interesting in general, but it's specific specifically to this because y'all met in such a free form fashion. You know, going out to the middle of the jungle doing ayahuasca in Peru was not exactly on Tinder. So you know, that is just right at such a free forming thing in itself. Um, as we start to wind down, I have a question. There are a lot of couples throughout time and space. Um a lot of powerful couples, a lot of powerful couples from a distant past to right now, and um, there will be very powerful couples in the future. If you could sit down and have dinner, good dinner, whatever, wherever your favorite meal is, whatever it is, your favorite meal, your favorite wine, your favorite drink, whatever it is, anywhere in the world, you could sit down with three couples, not simultaneously, but from the past, from the present, Maybe from the future. So, um, you know, just examples, you know, it could be Mark Anthony and Cleopatra, it could be Jay Z and Beyonce, or it could be your grandkids' kids. Would you yeah. sit down and have this dinner with? What three couples would you sit down and uh, have dinner with? I don't know, maybe you don't want to do dinner. Maybe you want to fancy <laughs> something else. I don't know. Maybe, maybe you want to go to, I don't know, have a podcast. But I don't know, but just sit down and have a good chat. This is tough. I'll jump in. Um, my mother and my deceased birth father, they would be one. Just actually a picture of them right there. Um, yeah, that would, that would be really interesting to me. I'm, I don't know that much about my father, so I think just sit down and talk to him. The other one, if I'm going to go into the future, it would be a future version of myself, like Steph. If you'll, if you'll keep me around that long. <laughs> I think that would be very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. And then I, I think like just a, like a cool couple, like like Barack and Michelle, like that would be dope. They're just mm. super cool to me. Like, right, right. Um, obviously high achievers, and just to hear what they say. And, mm. Yeah, but there's a lot. There's a lot of good choices. Mm. Steph, how about you? Um, I like the idea of having a conversation with our future selves. I think that would be dope. Uh, I would like, I think it would be cool to sit with Will and Jada. Oh, um, yeah. Ooh, good one. And 
it doesn't have it doesn't have to be from a distant past. It could be it could be another couple from the present. Megalit Fitness. <laughs> I'll yeah. say oh, Megalit Fitness. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. I'll right. say Brittany, um, mom, hey. and her boyfriend. Hey. Sure. Um, which shout, out to, shout out to mom. All right, then we should just do that. We are. That's on our list. Soon, yeah. Right, that's <laughs> on your list. <laughs> that's right, actually right. on our list. Just get that done. Right, right. <laughs> shout out to my guy, Successful Ever Astrology. Shout out to Fab that popped in. There's a couple people that popped in. Apologies, we're kind of I'm away from the camera, yeah. you know, so it's hard for me to things i'll answer questions towards the uh towards the end um all right that's cool i like that i like that so people one person on your list you can literally seriously right right you make that happen right you can make that happen so um, what, what about you oh who would i like to sit down yeah, we're, we're playing a game here you, you okay. play the game with us i'll play the game i'll play the game if i could sit down with <laughs> see, <laughs> see, this is why I don't play it. <laughs> because all right, I won't. I'll, I'll answer the question. I'll okay. answer the question though. Uh, if there was a couple from the present that I could sit down with, I would love to sit down with. I mean, it may be a little bit cliche, but whatever. I would love to sit down with Jay Z and Beyonce. I would love to sit down with them been a fan of Jay-Z since forever, always admired um, Beyonce's talent, always was, I always was a fan of, of Beyonce, I think her work increasingly has been even better, people just don't, whatever, their opinion. Um, yeah, that's a good one. From the past, I would love to sit down and talk to You know, since so I'm not going to do the future one, I would love to sit down and talk to Betty and Malcolm X, uh, Betty Shabazz and Malcolm X, and I would have loved to sit down and talk to. Um, they just flashed in my head, so I'm going to say them: Fred Hampton and his young and and, 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 and his girlfriend. I don't I don't know her name, but I know she was pregnant with her child when uh, Hicks came in there and assassinated. But um, I would love to talk to them to see, you know, what, where his head was at. What was he thinking? You know, the courage, you know. Fred Hampton, he was only like 19 years old and leading a literal a revolution. Yeah. Um, and just to hear what Malcolm X and his wife, how they said, how their relationship was, you know, how they balanced each other out. So, yeah, right, right, right. So um, with that being said, um, you, you're, you're two stories, you, y'all story is so unique. It actually, and I knew this coming in, but this is, I'm going to go ahead and give myself credit. This is to my credit to how I really conduct my show because I knew this coming in. So I had to create questions based on listening and, and responding to it. And also that I wanted y'all to, to have the platform to tell your, the full, the full, extent of your story you don't have enough time on your right, show right 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 thing. you know what i'm saying <laughs> but um i really admire you two um i don't have flowers in the physical but here's my invisible flowers and i'm giving you two i really appreciate how you two communicate with each other how you two give each other space how you two help each other out how um you know you speak about creating the universe how you know your own individual universe but 
you leave so much space for each other to come in and help each other out. And it's been wonderful sitting back, being able to really just observe you two to see a healthy, thriving, prosperous relationship in real time. You know what I'm saying? It's been, it's been, it's been a pleasure. And uh, I don't need to wish you too well. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I really don't. I don't need to wish you too well. It's um, I'm gonna wish you just more good memories. That's I it. Really just appreciate it. Just more, just good memories. Um, really appreciate you too. Um, so for the last question of the evening, well, it's definitely midday. For the last question of the midday, you two have been um, say on and off for two years. How, how long collectively has this been? How long have we been together? Yeah. Collectively. Physically? Physically? I would say. I mean, the two-year departure, like that, that's included in this year too. It hasn't been long. So, so we were together for probably five months mm-hmm. right when we came back mm-hmm. then we split for two years and now it's been another one four four months four months so, so it's been very like when i do the math i'm like well it doesn't even make sense it's been like but the whole two thing years, it's been like two years and like nine months something like that like right. two years something like that okay so it hasn't been long but like i started off in the beginning i feel like i've known her forever so you're just catching up with her in this lifetime exactly i actually had a dream before i met him Mm. where I was walking along the beach talking to this like really tall handsome man mm-hmm. <laughs> and I couldn't remember his face I just knew he was really tall and um, we were so excited to meet up in this life again and I asked him I'm like well there's so many men in my life so I'm like what wait what well, not <laughs> I'm like how would I know it's you and he told me we'll spend three nights together three nights together um, and he mentioned it will be like in another so in Peru, when we spent three nights together, I journaled like, whoa, why did I just break night with this man for three nights? Like, um, so I feel like we de- I definitely met him before I met him on the physical, mm. which is pretty dope. That's so beautiful. That's so beautiful. Um, what is something, stuff about Jay that just makes you sit back and go, wow? Um, I can't really put it just his whole essence really like i just stare at him all the time <laughs> and i just record weird videos this is true I'm like yo this is true this is true i've seen it when i wake up i'm just staring at him yeah. like, and with a blank mind like, creepy uh, okay. <laughs> you good years ago and listening to things that were going on in her life and the struggles and pain and things that she's trying to overcome mm-hmm. and then coming back into her life now I see how much progress mm-hmm. she's made mm-hmm. and recognized how determined smart and like she just has a way of trusting the process and that trust I've seen so many good things come into her life so I mean, we go out all the time and people are like, just zoned into stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm in the background like, hey. What do you mean you're in the background, dude? You are in the background. 
It lived. That was, that was a tall joke. I never, <laughs> ever miss an opportunity to get in my tall joke. But people are spilling into her, like, over and over as they, like, need to get things off or tell mm-hmm. or just feel like a lot of her human energy. Mm-hmm. And so for me, like, I'm always in awe of witnessing that every day as it gets stronger and stronger and stronger. Mm. And I feel honored to be just a small part of that process. Mm. Small. Small. My small, he means big because he's yeah. tall. He's really, <laughs> yeah. really tall. No, I, I truly do mean small because you're making the decisions. You're moving forward with the stuff. You know, mm-hmm. I can help along the way and point things out. But really, like you said, it comes down to individuals. You're going to take the steps. You're going to make the actions. You're going to put the effort. And I'm in awe of the times that you, like, you really do push forward and make struggle. So that's all for me. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Should we do some more? Alright, I got one more question. One this more. Is, this is really the last question. Um, oh man, I don't even know where this came from. Kind of came from a dark place, but I'm going to kind of go there with it. Um, Alright, so I'm going to put you two in a hypothetical situation. So, you two meet, and that night, and well, that day, whatever, crew. The first time you two ever touch each other. No, I mean sexually, man. I mean just like literally just like touch each other. You see everything that's going to happen to to mm-hmm. to, to each other together. Mm-hmm. From that one second, you get a flash of your entire relationship, how everything's gonna play out from the highs of the highs to the lows of lows. Whatever's gonna happen, you're going to see, you're going to process everything in that one second. Do you walk away or do you embrace each other more? I, I already had a bit of that in one of my ceremonies. Mm. Yeah. I in my ceremony, I'm going through, I'm burying my father and going through a lot of that trauma. Mm-hmm. Your ayahuasca ceremony. My ayahuasca, sorry, ayahuasca ceremony. Mm-hmm. Um and sort of on the downhill, like sort of it's easing off and feeling better. My father shows up and he's like, you know, I'm good. Like, how was that? Like, kind of like doing a recap. It was in a weird way. And I, I had just like cried every ounce of water out of my body. And then he says, okay, well, cool. Well, just to let you know, these are your kids. And they showed up as like little baby elephants. The first one was a boy, I want to say. Maybe it was a girl. I can't remember. But the first one, and then there was one sort of in the background. And I'm like, oh. Okay, cool. Like, that's that's cool to have kids, and that's the girl that's gonna give you those kids. And he points across the room at Steph, and I'm like, "Stop! Like, where's the boat? I'm out it. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I came for my individual. I didn't come for any of that." And he's like, "Well, there you go." And poof, gone. And I'm, immediately, I knew I needed to tell her, but I was so nervous. Like, right. Just like, how do you tell somebody? So, to answer your question, I don't think it would work with me if I see too far into the future. Mm. If I saw the whole thing, then like, why be here? Mm. Why, why experience all this when it's already set in stone? Mm. Part of the spice of life for me is the unknown. Like, mm. It has to not quite be known. The trust, the faith, the, all the things that we are about and we work on, um, 
that needs to be very much alive for me to feel about it. So I don't know if I would, yeah, sure, I could go through the motions of it, but it wouldn't give me the same feeling that I have now. Um, <laughs> I really know. I have no clue. Because, like, I wrote about you. Well, Jay. I wrote about him, and I meditated with him. Well, putting my intentions out there, meditating with my divine partner before I met him. So if I was to see a glimpse of a lot of things, I would be like, oh my gosh, like this is the person I wrote about. So it would, um, it would make me like want to, you know, really get closer to him. But at the same time, a part of me feels like it would kind of be weird because you don't see that much of anything so to see so much at once just kind of like well so how did you know you were writing about me i remember this time where you pulled out your list it was like 20 things long it was probably more than that (laughs) (laughs) so she's like my guy's gotta be over six five i was like over six five just made it six six (laughs) and just so specific i was like yo but actually yeah i am a lot of those things like it's crazy how specific and this is one thing like Steph really, really taught me is, you know, people believe in manifestations and you can create your future, but the way that she does it is so specific. It's way more specific than I'm used to doing. Mm. I, I manifest an emotion, like a feeling, and mm. then I let the world or let the universe surprise me and how I get to that emotion. Mm. She's manifesting very specific things that she wants to happen. And it's like a breadcrumb trail that goes along. Well, Jay, Steph, Steph and Jay, <laughs> Steph and Jay. There you go. That's your, com- that's your combination name right there. Steph, Steph and Jay. Steph and Jay. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate you. y'all for so many things. I really do. So, so, so many things. Um, uh, I hope that I know this is not your first time talking about these things, but I think this is your first time maybe being on camera, putting this out to the public in this type of way. So I want to thank you for, you know, holding space to be able to, you know, holding space for me to, you know, to Thank you for having us on and thinking of us in that way. Like, it it really means a lot. We've Mm -hmm. obviously been uh, following your show and Mm -hmm. picked up a lot of dope people off the Richie Moon show. Thank you. Richie Moon show with an underscore now. Yeah, I got to do public, I got to do, like, public, uh, not shameless, like, shameless um, plugging now. I do, I do. Yes, Please Richie Moon Show. Yeah, that's no problem. Underscore. Right, with the underscore. Richie Moon Show, underscore. <laughs> um, I know, right? We was looking at you like we were, <laughs> like, like we were expecting you to say something. Uh, right, right, so, right, right. Oh, yeah. We are going to share our whole story on our podcast coming up soon. Mm-hmm. That's right. Love Struck in the Jungle. Mm-hmm. Yes. Love Struck in the title. Jungle. But, um... It's mostly focused around, like like you said, spiritually aligned couples, mm-hmm. people that want to spiritually align to find their, mm-hmm. other, their other half, if you right, will. Right. Um, but obviously, we're going to start with our story, the full story. Full story. All the nitty gritty. All the nitty gritty. You got to get the nitty gritty. <laughs> I'll tell some of my, my friends the story, and their minds are blown. 
blessing. It it's a mind blowing experience. I've heard it. It is. Can't wait to experience. hear your own stories. <laughs> Should you go down the path? Uh, right. Should you choose this mission? <laughs> this mission will self destruct in five. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Um, I'll say this to that. Um, if I'm going to tell that story, awkward or as cool, no, it's not going to be awkward. Those people or person might need to be there to tell that story with me because, you know, it's always two sides of the story. People should know um, the balance, the masculine and feminine. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Thank you for being divine couple number two to grace the Richie Moon Show. I appreciate you. Um, this podcast will be available tomorrow at 4.44 p.m. Um, thank you once again, Jay, Steph, for holding space for me, for being such good friends, for being so good to each other. It's really inspiring for real, for real. Um, I really love you two relationships. Um, with that being said, I love you as well. With that being said... This has been the Richie Moon Show. It's Sunday. You know what that means. I just kind of just wanted to throw another one in there because, you know, yeah. it's Sunday. Um, well, there is wrestling tonight, so you know how I feel about wrestling. Uh, peace, love, and light, family. I'll tap in with you next one. Um, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Catch us tomorrow on the podcast. Catch us at the Woke Fest. Oh, my gosh. The Woke Fest is going to be crazy. This is a new platform. You know what I'm saying? We're starting this up. Peace, love, and light.